to another episode of Random Chatter. This is a review show. We're recording this on Sunday, uh, May 30th, 2021. And uh, we're going to kind of cover the things that we've seen new this week or for the last week or so and kind of get you guys intrigued about what you want to pick up and start watching. Um, with me tonight are Tim and Eric. Tim, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. It's a, uh, despite it being a rainy weekend, I'm getting some stuff done. Life yeah, it's a little chilly here in the East Coast. It does bit. not feel like June is, is in a couple days. It feels like we're looking for maybe April in a couple days. Yeah. yeah. But, and Eric, how are you? I'm I'm doing pretty That's well. It's always a loaded question. You know, it's always like, what are we going to get? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like a box of chocolates. There you except go. Except not from a sucky movie. <laughs> Come on, you like Forrest Gump? I don't like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump really? is on, on my top ten most overrated movies of all time. I think that's number two. Okay, I, mean, I think it's overrated as well, but I don't think it's. Not bad, saying it's though. a worse movie. I'm saying anyway. overrated. Yeah. Okay. Well, in 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 that case, then what do we have that's that's new that we want to talk about here? A um, couple of things that we've uh, gotten our top um, listings here to watch. Um, yeah. Cruella just came out on Disney Plus, and I think a couple of us have seen it. I have not. You have um, not. You guys know I've not yet. Okay. Yeah, we've we've actually. This is a real good week for reviews. Honestly, I'm more excited about this episode than. Um, it feels like we're back to normal, kind of with releases and stuff. It's the beginning of yeah. the new normal. We're easing I, into it. We're easing into it. Yep. Yes. I I think that is a good way to put it. So. Um, yeah, so Cruella came out on uh, Disney Plus and in theaters, I think. And um, yes, I have to say, I'm going to go first because I, I know I, I think I know where Tim's going to go with his comments. I, you know, I saw the trailers and it looked OK. It looks good. It's well produced. Got a little bit of action to it. Um, not a big Emma Stone fan, but, you know, she's OK. She's a good actress. It's just not I don't know. Um, and I wasn't that interested in it and I really thought, okay, I'm going to watch this so we can cover it on the podcast, but I, I don't, I don't care. And I have, I don't expect it's going to suck, but I expect it's not going to catch my interest. So for me personally, I had a low bar set. Um, I was surprised that it was actually really good. It was not at all what I expected. And I, I don't think I'd watch it again myself. I would sit through it with someone else watching it if I were with someone mm-hmm. who wanted to see it. It was good. I would recommend, I would say it's worth going out of your way for. Now, the $30 on Disney Plus is a pretty hefty price. And I mean, I was kind of predisposed not to really like it anyway. So paying that $30, mm-hmm. it, it's a hard recommendation to make, but it would not be a waste of money. It, it's a good movie. Okay. Tim, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, really good movie. I was very, very impressed with it. Uh, I think it was definitely worth the 30 bucks, especially if there's, you know, a, if you, one, if you're a big fan or if there's a couple of you watching it. Um, in fact, my wife is watching it again right now. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, we, we watched it uh, last night, the night before. Nice. And uh, yeah, just really, really great movie. I was terrifically impressed with what they did with uh you know the 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 whole plot line of it um it is an origin story 
And so while a lot of what they told was unique, um, the uh, sayings and personality traits and that kind of stuff were all very consistent with the other versions of Cruella that we've seen in both live action and, and animation. Okay. Um, it was good. It was, I really, really enjoyed the story of it. I, I thought it was really well done. It had a couple of plot twists that, uh, uh, you know, a couple of them you saw coming, a couple of them was like, Oh, Hey, that's interesting. Um, it was good. I, I really liked it. Speaking of your wife, okay, she cool. was insistent that we cover it on movie chatter. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah, so my wife and I are going to watch it yeah. pretty soon on Disney Plus, just because you know I, I think it looked like it was a really well done movie from the previews and everything. Um, not a huge fan of you know Hundred One Dalmatians, but you know yeah, or Emma Stone. Um, and, no, I'm a I'm an Emma Stone fan. Yeah, <laughs> we know. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll definitely see it for that. I'll say this: even if you're not a big Hundred and One Dalmatians fan, watch this movie. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm that person. It. it yeah, you you okay. can you can completely separate the two things easily. Um, they don't necessarily need to coexist. They do, okay. but they don't have to. So cool. yeah, yeah, I I would cool. concur well, with that. So that's one in the recommendation column. Um, another thing we have on our list here is the Friends reunion. Uh, no, I know I saw this. Tim, did you see this? I did not. Okay, and Eric, you think you did, right? I did. Okay. Now, either were you big Friends fans back in the day? For me, it was, um, I was a fan. I was not a mega fan. So um, keep in mind, this is back mostly before the days of DVRs, I think. I don't know. Would DVRs around in 1994? Uh, see, no, I don't think it's very prevalent now. Yeah, so, but it was part of the big uh, NBC, um, you know, Thursday night. Must see Thursday. Must see yeah, Thursday. must see Thursday. Yeah, so, you know, you were kind of sitting down to watch that and Frasier and whatever else was on anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I watched it regularly. There were probably a few episodes I still haven't seen to this day. I never went back and rewatched it since it's hit streaming or anything. I haven't seen it in at least a decade, probably longer. But I would say I was a fan. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> Yeah, I didn't. Um, I mean, I probably watched every episode back in the day, but um, I haven't gone back and rewatched or anything. But yeah. now that I've seen the reunion, I might go back and rewatch some I episodes. Started. I started. Did you? Okay. I'm on like okay. the second or third um, episode. I, I mean, it was one of the things where Thursday night, and this was back for you. I just Googled DVRs, and they were becoming in the market in '99. So okay, so about halfway um, through the run. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. So in terms of this, I mean, this was the thing back when you didn't you scheduled your time around television shows, not the other way around. Yeah. Not like, OK, let's watch the show tonight. When we get home from, you know, making dinner, and everything, which it's it's 842 p.m. We'll start watching the show now. Yeah. No, it was back then. It was OK. This is the lineup. And was Seinfeld was on then, I think, and so Nobody forth. Nobody left and the it, house it, on Thursday nights. It was that's right. We get to the friends and you hang out with them. And you know, yep. every Thursday you had something to do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was looking forward to this. I was a bit confused as to why they were making this huge deal out of it for HBO Max, what they paid for it and everything else for for one single show. It was a long show. I'm like, it was. It, it, was, it was movie length-esque, yeah. I guess, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you're spending a lot of money for just one. It's not like it's not like you're bringing it back. It's just one show. <laughs> You know, right. Um, and, and that's another thing was, to be clear on. This is not like a follow up episode. 
No. This is a the cast getting together and talking about their experiences doing the show. So it, exactly, it, it's yeah. not in yeah. universe. It, it's you know real world, but. It, so it's it's a reunion show. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the Will exactly. Smith thing they did recently for a Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Lou, I mean, the numbers this thing drew in, and this is, oh, I guess, yeah. there was only one other time the air uh, show ended seventeen years ago. I guess there was only one other time where they had all been on stage since then talking about the show. So right. this was a rare thing. I I don't know. I think this was probably it, a smart move for HBO. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm sure they got their money's worth out of it. I think so. And, um, you know, I was I was thoroughly entertained by it. I thought it was, it was good. good. It was fun to see them back, you know, together again and talking about their their experiences as they did the show and how they were a family. And, you know, it just it just felt really comfortable. Yeah. I mean, the know? reason to why I think you, you should watch it if you're a Friends fan is that unless you're like an Uber fan and you've like read magazines and interviews and blah, 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 for the rest of us, there are a lot of stories here that weren't told otherwise um, that people have never heard before. Um, there were questions answered through some of the interview process that were interesting. There was a lot of fluff in it, but mm-hmm. I would say there was at least 50% or more of actual interesting content for a reunion show like this. I expect the fluff. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm forgiving of that. Yeah. I look for about I at least had a good balance. Yeah. That's the thing. I want to balance. I want at least 50% interesting content and then I can sit through the other 50% of the nonsense stuff. Like when I watch the voice, I watch it on my DVR. I fast forward through all of the so-and-so grew up in the mountains of Montana with his three sisters. I I just fast forward to the auditions. Like I don't care about all the, the fluff and stuff. Right. Yeah. Especially if it's before they even make the show. It's like, no, if you're not going to make a show, I'm not going to watch that. And then they're going to get kicked out. And I'm like, well, (laughs) now what happened with him and his family in Montana? Well, who cares now? Loser, yeah. right? So this has a good balance, though, of, of content that most of you probably haven't heard before. And the interactions mm-hmm. between the characters were interesting. And it wasn't purely for nostalgia, though mostly for that. It, it was good. It was, I think, balance is the right yeah, word there, there. There was a lot of good spots where they were talking about certain episodes and they went back and kind of showed the stuff. And there was parts where I was legitimately laughing. The behind-the-scenes stuff hard. was great. Yeah, yeah. And the bloopers... And in, in the part where yep. uh, Matt LeBlanc dislocated his shoulder, <laughs> that was good. into yeah. one of the chairs, and they actually show the footage of that. Yep. Yeah, and, and of course it goes back to you know forgetting the fact that you know not many shows do it today. I don't believe, but back then a lot of shows were you know live in front of a studio yeah. audience, and it wasn't like they were filmed you know somewhere else in in a box where nobody saw anything. It was filmed live. You know, it was like almost like putting on a play, but right. you know. You don't see that much anymore in t- television, and I thought it was it was great to like. Oh yeah, that was really interesting the way they had to shoot these back then. So yeah, it, it was nice to actually get to see the way the set was laid out and and all of that because mm-hmm. that's how everything was back then, and you kind of forget. Um, and, mm-hmm. and speaking of forgetting, I think another thing too is it was nice to go back and start a rewatch, having not seen it in a long time, because right now. And this is something we've talked before on movie chatter and, and here on random chatter. Everything is so heavy and so dark. And sometimes it's nice to just get something that's light and uh, yeah. brighter. And, you know, the show is kind of silly and yeah, it's got a laugh track. I hate laugh tracks. Uh, but for background noise while you're doing other things, if you're multitasking, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of liking it. It's, it's happy. 
it's like a happy yeah. environment to have it on in the <clears throat> background, I think. And I like that. Okay, cool. Cool. So, so Tim, you need to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, no, nah. uh, okay. I, I mean, I, I might, I mean, I, I watched I'd say I probably end up watching most of the episodes of friends. I enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't, you know, a huge fan. It was entertaining. Yeah. It was good. I, I appreciate it for what it was. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those things that, you know, for however long it is an hour and a half, uh, there's so many other things on my priority list. So that that's the Fair hard enough. part. I, 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 there, there's something that you definitely should watch though, Tim, that should be on your priority list. And I'm very excited about it. Can I go ahead, Lou? I, I've, I've been waiting sure. like all, go ahead. All, all shows so far to talk about this. <laughs> all 10 minutes. All 10 minutes. Yeah. I went back to the theaters Thursday night. What? I did. I'm vaccinated. I'm good to go. And I want to preface what I'm about to say by saying this, even if you are vaccinated and you feel like maybe going back to the movie theaters is not for you right now, that's fine. We, I'm, I'm not trying to provide commentary on whether, whether anybody should go back to the theaters right now. Okay. Because I'm going to say stuff that's about to sound like that. And no, 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 make okay. your own decisions. And the timing of when to go back is separate from my comments on whether or not this particular thing should be seen in theaters or, or all of that. Okay. We're, we're talking apples and oranges here. All right. So disclaimer aside, Thursday night, I went to see the premiere, not the actual premiere, the actual premiere for a quiet place. Part two. Do you know when the premiere was Lou? Jim? I do not. March, 2020. <laughs> they actually did the red carpet premiere. March 2020. It was one of the wow. first movies to get pulled out of the theaters and, and did not launch wide in wide release because of the pandemic. And mm. so Paramount yep. and uh, John Krasinski decided that when it was, um, you know, I, I say, okay, in air quotes, to bring it back to the theaters, they wanted to be one of the bookends for um, not just the leaving the theaters, but coming back to the theaters. Um, and I can appreciate that. And, and again, people need to make mm. their own decisions about when it's right for them to go back. But that being said, I went to see the movie Thursday night. After the movie, they did a Q&A with John Krasinski. You guys know I'm a big sci-fi nut. You guys know that mm -hmm. even though J.J. Abrams is not perfect, I like J.J. Abrams. I'm a big Abrams fan. Sure. The fact that J.J. Abrams walks on stage to moderate this Q&A session, I actually groaned because I'm like, I don't want to see you right now. I want <laughs> to see John Krasinski. This man is the most underrated person in Hollywood right now. The first Quiet Place was brilliant. I mean, we all know his work on The Office was brilliant. His work on Jack Ryan, yep. brilliant. Yep. The first <clears throat> Quiet Place was brilliant. And then this one, also brilliant. Now he wrote and directed this one. He directed the first one. Two other people wrote a spec script. And, and this is one of the questions that was in the Q and a, they said, uh, somebody asked him, why'd you decide to do a horror movie? And uh, he said, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't, somebody submitted a spec script and, and they sent it to me. And I said, yeah, guys, sorry, I, d I don't do genre movies, but they convinced me to read it anyway. And I was reading it. I realized this isn't a horror movie. This is a family drama. This is about 
family members and taking care of one another and the lengths that you would go to, to take care of one another. And it was, I, I think we talked about this when I reviewed A Quiet Place the first time around. There's a scene that John Krasinski has in the third act of the movie where like just the look on his face and his performance in that scene, it, it broke me out of the film for a minute. And I said, wait a minute, he's a dad. He's, he's got to have kids. And then I immediately paused the movie. I looked it up on the internet. I'm like, yeah, he's got, I, I think two kids. And it was just one of those things where he communicated that so well that I thought the only way you can get that across is if you've actually got kids and, and like, it was just one of those moments where the, the, anyway, so that's the first movie, the Q and a in this was also in, incredible. And I'll, I'll share some of that maybe in, in discord or something like that. If people have questions about it, but it was so good. Him talking about um, why he decided to make the movie. So he didn't write the first one. He did decide to write the second one. A third one has been greenlit. He's not going to be writing it. Uh, he gave the name of the writer and director, um, which I think I posted in discord as well. Um, mm. he had a story about, uh, Millicent, the, the deaf girl who plays the deaf character in the movie and, and her mom during the filming of the first one. And, and he's actually, he's like crying, starting to cry. Like he, he stifled it during the telling of the story. It was incredible. But this movie, I am so glad I saw this in the theater. There's the first act, which is uh, a flashback and it happens kind of like on day one of this whole thing happening. And the sequence, it's maybe about 10 minutes long or so. And then it leads into the title card for the movie. And then we go back to present day. When we got through that first 10 minutes and we got to the title card, I realized my eyes were starting to tear up and I'm like, what is going on? Why is that happening? And, and I was probably emotionally overreacting, but it hit me. I'm so happy right now. And I thought it's because this was the right movie for me to go back to the theaters for. Like this was those first 10 minutes were not at all what I was expecting out of him or out of the movie. And it was mm. brilliant. Um, one thing I will say, and I'm going to try not to spoil it in the first 10 minutes, there is a scene. Um, and if I just say the scene, um, you'll probably get it. Um, but th I'll, I'll go a little bit further. There's a scene where there's one long cut for this one sequence. And two things to keep in mind, and I'll explain it to people later on after you see it if you want. Number one, not only was it one cut, it was the first cut. It was the first take. Wow. And uh, he went to his wife, Emily Blunt, who's the character who appears in this take, and he's like, okay, do you want to like run through it first once real quick and do like a, a, a test shoot of it? She's like, no, no, no. I, I wanted to capture my like my visceral response to what's going on. He's like, okay, all right, let's go. And he walks back and he says an action. And I guess uh, the DP or something like that said she, she knows the plan, right? Like she knows what the, the, the layout of, of what's happening and when to do what and everything is right. And he kind of stopped and he said, oh, crap, I, I really hope so. So number one, that whole scene that's in that one take is not improv, but it's darn close. So that's point number one that you're not going to believe that I'm when you watch it and you remember me saying this, you're not going to believe it. And then number two, they used a camera on like this robotic arm that they could maneuver mm -hmm. in and stuff. Mm -hmm. And during the, the, the climax of that one take, they lost control of that camera arm and it kept veering 
out of where it was supposed to be. Coincidentally, it was veering toward Emily Blunt's face at just this perfectly cinematic, miraculous speed and and angle and everything, and the right zoom and the right focus. And he said it, huh. it was just so good. Like if they wanted to do another take of it, they couldn't have done it. it they just would, they would have lost <laughs> wow. the whole thing. Wow. It was accidental. Cool. It was the first take. It was a single take. And she hadn't run through any of the plans yet. The mm. scene was already impressive. Hearing him say that stuff afterwards to me, like this is the miracle shot in, in any movie I've ever heard of before. So I'm sorry. I'm cool. I'm going on about this because I'm just I'm so excited for this movie. It was just it was that good. Now it's not I don't want to oversell it. It's a lot like the first one. It's a little bit of a slow burn in parts, but um the world building continues to be good. I can totally see like it's its own story and it's self-contained, but I can see where they would go with the sequel. Um it it was just John Krasinski as a director. Um, even if there were failures with the movie itself, him as a director, just mind blowing. I, I'm just, I'm in awe. Like I had a lot of respect for the guy before and now I'll watch anything he does or he's in. Mm. Cool. High praise. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, it's awesome. Clear. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll back off now. I'm, I'm done. But oh, you know, I, I'll see. I, I'm, just, I'm thinking wow. about going to see it in the theaters, and I and I want to. I'm just still thinking about how I'm going to make that happen, or if I'm going to do yeah, it yeah. or not. But yeah, and that's the thing. I, I want to say. Watch... I want to say. Decide first whether now is a a good time mm-hmm. for you to go back to the theaters. If you're not vaccinated, don't go. If you are vaccinated, there are still some other considerations. So decide for yourself. If you decide that you are ready to go back to the theater in like the now time frame, this is the movie to go see. If only for just the audio is okay. it's not quite as groundbreaking as the first movie, but there are so many moments in, in which it matters in this movie. Mm-hmm. See it in a theater. If, if you're cool. able to and willing to. Cool. Well, yeah, I'll say this. I did watch the first one again over the weekend yeah. just because it was on. I was like, oh, I want to watch this again. And then this morning I'm putting on my rain jacket because it's you know cold and rainy here. And I'm like, this jack will be enough to cause those creatures to come attack me. How do they survive <laughs> just doing normal everyday stuff? Right. I mean, it's like, it was cool. But I'm like, I, I put a jack, this jack is noisy. I'm like, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Let's see. What else do we have here? Um, oh, something we're going to cover on Movie Chatter this week. Oh, yeah. Um, Army of the Dead. Not going to go into too much detail here because we're going to cover it on another show. Hint, hint. Go listen to that show. Um but Army of the Dead, I thought was pretty good on Netflix. So, uh, yeah, I'm now, looking forward to talk about that with uh, it, you and Robin. It really Tim. was. You guys hadn't Eric. seen it when we talked last week, and I said I was like almost all the way through it, and and I did get through to the end. Um, you guys have seen it now, and you, you liked it, yes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was really well done. It was. Um, I definitely did like the the heist movie in the environment of. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a a zombie thing, and then I didn't expect it to, in so many ways, refocus on the zombie thing. So it was it was really interesting, just like kind of how they made all that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I will tell you, if I did not know that it was Zack Snyder, I would have thought it was a Tarantino movie. Um, close. Okay. When okay. you look at the outrageous amount of blood. <laughs> um, 
that's that's Tarantino. I it did mean, have someone I, being decapitated know. and then like a three minute long shot of blood spurting up like a fountain. <laughs> no, so it was like it was true. almost Tarantino esque. Right. You're right though. Like it was it was close enough. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll give it this. I thought the concept they put out in the beginning of the movie about the fact that we're going to nuke Las Vegas. So that, that's awesome. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what a good concept that's one of the and, and did you guys catch that Tig Notaro was never in any of those shots with the other actors the helicopter pilot she has not met those unless they met like after the film was made she's never been in the same huh. room with Dave Batista. interesting Chris, uh, Chris Delia was um, originally cast in that role and, and filmed that role and, and then they gave him the boot because of questionable things he had done and yeah, uh, yeah she was completely green screened in yeah, every that's shot cool. yeah so um number nine t- it's tied for number nine of all time on netflix really yeah that's 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 pretty crazy yeah. that's impressive yeah yeah uh let's see the rest of what we have here is really just kind of um <laughs> also watch stuff i oh, guess right you know, i, I want to throw out this real quick modok um okay i hadn't started watching it when we talked about it last week because tim you were talking about it Mm -hmm. um i just finished episode five earlier today i'm not a fan i'm i'm no and i'm hearing this a lot it seems to be half and half people like it people don't like it and i like seth green and uh, why can't i remember the other guy's name uh senric Michael's at Matthew. Anyway, the, the guys who do Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken for me, half of it is hilarious. Half of it is like, eh, I can't wait for the next skit. Um, right, right. Detours, the one episode I saw Detours, not that great. Crossing Swords on Hulu, I thought was hilarious. Hilarious. I recommend you go watch it. It's that good. Okay. This, it just, it's not hitting. It, it's like... Yeah, I've just seen the first episode. I simply haven't had a chance to jump into any more of oh, it. Okay. So I thought maybe you'd watch, I, I, like you I liked it. the first episode. No, no, I, I, I enjoyed the first episode actually more than I thought I would. Um, so you know, I do plan on going back to it. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's basically it's so one far, of those things that there's not a lot of people in the middle ground. Yeah, four episodes of him whining about the fact that his wife won't come back to him and his kids hate him, and then the fifth episode was him trying to like get other low level supervillains to join him and just failing. Like it's, it's just about how much he sucks <laughs> at everything he tries to do, but not in a way that ends up being funny. Were you expecting deep story? No, I was expecting <laughs> a story that wasn't recycled from 73% of all 1980s sitcoms. Wait, wait, this is like a Marvel property, right? It's I like mean, a Marvel property. Com- it's interesting you ask that question. recycle things over and over and over it's again. It's like a Marvel property, except it's not good. <laughs> that's, that's the way in which it differs. Ouch. Ouch. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I want to no, like hey, it. And don't be sorry. You're, you're being And I'm still watching honest. it. And, and people out there, you might like it. I'm not saying don't watch it. Watch it, and if it's your thing, then it's going to be your thing all the way through, I imagine. I, again, I'm on episode 5 out of 10. If it's not your thing, it's not going to get any better. So, I hear you. Okay. 
Um, I haven't been doing too much of this stuff. I've, I watched uh, the first three John Wick movies again because they've been on TV like incessantly over the last few Can't days. Go wrong so. with John Wick. Yeah, even on TV, it's pretty good to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it's funny. I, it's been a while since I'd seen the first one, and the first one is still the best out there. I agree. I mean, the, yeah. The the choreography, the fight scenes, the j- just the gun shooting aspect of it was just like, yeah. Okay, that's why I remember liking this movie so much. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for me, really. Um, Tim, what have you been up to besides uh, the stuff we talked about earlier? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, Swap had their uh, season finale on uh, Thursday. Really good. I just, I really appreciate how they balance into this like it's a you know cool shoot 'em up you know police kind of thing but it's also balanced in um particularly with a lot of the things you know this is what i don't know it's third season or fourth season so over the last few years things that that we look at that um occur socially um that occur around us i mean a couple seasons ago they did like a, a, a school shooting or something. Um, so like really, really like very heavy, very deep kind of thing um, because they got into it. It actually was less about the whole shoot them up thing and more about the gravity of a situation like that. Um, this season they did, they, they had a little bit of stuff in it on, on the pandemic, but that was just ended up being a very, very background thing. They didn't spend a lot of time on it. Um, but you know, they've done like stuff with, uh, black lives matter. They've done stuff with the whole, like, I mean, it's a cop show and, and the lead on it, Shamar Moore is black. And so like, they're addressing this whole like perspective of a black cop who came from the streets and basically sees both sides of it. And he wants to make law enforcement better, and he wants to support the community. And so they had a really, um, really interesting run of that. So, like, they, they catch a lot of these, like, really, really very highly relevant social issues, um, which and, – and they do it in a very compelling manner. It's not just, like, a kind of one-off thing or, like, a really even a B storyline. It's just very, very strong. Hmm. Um, how they do it. So I, I've been really impressed with it. The writing team is just phenomenal for that. So uh, with that, they are moving. So they've been on Thursday since they started uh, next season. They're moving to Fridays. Um, so they're getting prime time on Friday, hmm. which is, you know, the coveted slot. Um, Wait, what? Prime time on Fridays? Friday has always been the kiss of death. The whole TGIF thing, man. That, that's that's not how television works, though. No, no, no. Thank God Fridays is you can go yeah. out and party. No, Fridays is where they put things. They, they put the last season of X-Files before they got rid of X-Files. It, it's where they put Firefly before they ditched Firefly. It's where they put, uh, like, everything before it goes away. Mm. Right? Lou, am I right? It, 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 I, yeah, because it was the whole TGIT like thing, which that. is, thank God, it's Thursday. It Thursday was what like CTV. But I don't. I see. I don't think it is like I mean, that anymore. Years ago, like when I was a kid, maybe when it was like Dukes of Hazard and something else was on Friday nights. That was yeah. a big TV yeah, show. Yeah, that's back. like 80s. that was. 90s yeah, before we had cars to go out and do stuff. Yeah, they they 
they've also brought it in earlier too. They're uh, having it at eight instead of nine, so they're they're making it more accessible. Okay. So, I, I that that's the way I'm viewing it. I, hey, I don't I, know. I'm I don't know. Go with your glass half full thing. I, I'm <laughs> liking that. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Stanley cup, uh, playoffs have been on. I didn't um, even know it's like, been some really good hockey. It was, yeah. yeah you know, I saw it was, like, I actually like all, all kidding about sports aside. I like hockey. I, I, I have yeah, a, I, a distant relative as a like, professional oh, hockey player. They started playing the play. Okay. That's interesting. I was, I had no idea that we were at the playoffs already. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're in, they're in round two now. Who's, who's playing? Uh, so yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's good. Islanders and Boston were playing. Yesterday. And that was a fantastic game last night. Yeah, that was an incredible game last night. So uh, let's see. And also with it being Memorial Day weekend, um, AMC is doing, you know, their usual run of great like uh, military movies. Um, so catch those. I've you know been catching part and whole of, of some of the different movies there, you know, various war movies and stuff. Um, Covering different mm -hmm. wars, you know, all, all the good ones that AMC does. So, uh, and then lastly, I found out a few days ago that uh, they did a release of a new version of Oregon Trail. Yes. Uh, it's on Apple Arcade. Mm -hmm. It is freaking fantastic. It took me three or four days, and I had never, ever. I can't I can't even say I've ever beaten the game before. I never got far in the game before. In this, I played it. I got through the whole way. None of my uh four people died. Uh, although I'll you say that all it the was way to Oregon in 3 days, were you beating the horses too? Oxen, <laughs> but <Whatever>. yes. <laughs> no no dysentery? Uh I had a couple of people who 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 contracted dysentery, but they did not die of okay. it. Wow! But it, it was rough. I was down to like no money, no supplies, starving people, Just no clothes. For the finish lost line, an ox, naked, pushing the oxen. <laughs> oh yeah! Uh, wow! Uh, uh, broken ass wagon. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> uh, but it's a lot of fun. It, it was. It's really okay. good, and uh, it's um. Uh, they kept a lot of the, the the cool aspects of the original game, and they've definitely upgraded a lot of stuff in it. So it, it like was the it dysentery. Was cool. I mean, that's the one thing you remember about that first game. Yeah, still to this day, like one of the hardest video games in video game history. Mm. Like yeah, it was a totally. Yeah, I I played it a little bit. I got <clears> through the tutorial, and I've been meaning to go back to it. I. I I'm glad to get your review of it because I kind of felt like, okay, this has potential, but I'm, I'm glad to hear it's yeah. good. And actually, as you play, um, it will also unlock other things for you. Oh. So now that I've finished it, um, like, sure, I could go do it again, but they also give like some different adventures and stuff that I haven't looked into yet. Oh, but okay. So there's a replay they, value. You know, came up on my home screen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Totally. Good stuff. Eric, what about you? You're up. I have uh, one more thing, really. Um, Besides bragging about going to the movies. I mean, you yeah. know. Hey, listen. It's been so long. I, 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 I'm <laughs> taking and claiming this one moment. It's been so long, and I'm claiming it. Okay? Uh, 
So good for you. And, and no, you I'm too should as well when when you guys return because it's it it was uh, it was a moment. And like I said, for me, it was especially good getting to see something that I desperately wanted to see that I've been waiting to see through the whole pandemic. And then in that, if the rest of the movie had sucked, the first 10 minutes was so good. I could have got up and walked out and would have felt completely fulfilled. Just that happy. Anyway, so I've been continuing trying to crank through mass effect one so that I can get to mass effect two, which is one of my all time favorite video games. But the other thing I watched uh, last night, in fact, was escape room. And there's a second Escape Room movie that's coming out soon. And normally I don't like horror movies, but I liked Saw because Saw was creative. Saw is good. It was psychological. It wasn't jump Mm -hmm. scares and stuff. And it like, it it was a good movie. And yeah, the first one was. Yeah, 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 the first one was. The second one was okay. and, And they just went straight downhill from there, though. I'm hearing from people that Spiral, the one that Chris Rock did, uh, Chris Rock and Sam Mm. Jackson, that's in the theaters right now and not on any streaming services. I'm hearing that's really good, but I digress. Uh, Escape Room felt like it it had, uh, so the puzzleness of Saw was interesting. And I like, I've never been to an escape room still. Uh, but I love the concept of them. I can't wait to go once like the pandemic thing starts normalizing and, and people can do those so- sorts of things again. I want to go, but <laughs> going to a room that people have been in before and start touching everything right? you can. Yeah, that's not, that's not <laughs> all the things. <laughs> T- feel that. Touch that out. No, turn that. You stick your hand in there. Go ahead. Try right? that. <laughs> that's an electrical Sorry. outlet. I don't care. Where... Yeah. So <laughs> it's, uh, it, it was good though. Like it was, it was clever enough. I mean, it, it's, not anything worth writing home about, but it was better than I expected. Um, it was good enough that I look forward to seeing the second one, which is coming out really soon. Like I, mm, I think so. Yeah, I think I've seen the ad for that. Say a few weeks. There's a new trailer for it, and uh, yeah, so I'd I'd say Escape Hat or Escape Room is, is uh, I'd say it's worth watching. It's pretty good. So um, okay, and that's it. That's all I got. Well, it brings to the end of the show then, I guess. Um, All right. To recap, um, I think we have said a, a, a thumbs up for uh, Cruella. Definitely. Yeah. And Friends Reunion, kind of mixed bag. If you're a Friends fan back in the day, see it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Army of the Dead, you have to wait till Tuesday so we can talk about that yes, then. looking forward to that. And Quiet Place 2, very good. Quiet Place 2, yep. yeah. Thumbs up from Eric. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I guess... That's going to do it for this episode of Random Chatter. Uh, We are not going to cover the news this weekend because, you know, Memorial Day weekend, you guys have other stuff that you want to do. We're grateful that you spent this time with us. Actually, oh, and here in the chat room, by the way, um, Tom Nelson, Thomas's Musings. We have a lot of Toms, and that's not even including our own Tom on staff here at the network. Um, And uh, Joe is here. So, uh, you know, thanks. It's Memorial Day weekend. We weren't sure anybody would show up at all, but... You know, we've got some of our regulars here, and it's nice to see you guys. So enjoy the yeah, rest of your weekend. Thanks for weekend. spending some time with us. What's that? I said thanks for spending some time yeah, with us. Absolutely. You know, we're here for you guys. Definitely. We could just do this offline and talk amongst ourselves, and and it would probably be boring. And nobody would get to hear our, our jokes about... Never mind. 
I, I won't talk about Lou's age this episode. We, we need one one episode where I don't drop a joke about how old Lou is. So this this can be that episode. So What's that? Huh? Can I hear you? What? I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, but you can hear us, Lou and I at least, and Tim's wife Robin on Movie Chatter this week. Tuesday night, we're going to be talking about Army of the Dead. Watch it if you haven't seen it yet. You've got the holiday weekend. It's a good movie. And then come listen to our show on Tuesday night. We'll see you then. Until then, take care.